Remember my goddamn a while back where my bathrooms were gross at work? Yep. Somebody bled all over the fucking place? Yep. This isn't my goddamn, but like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Because today, it happened again, but not blood. Damn! Oh, goddamn. There was just like a toilet filled with shit, and then Ew. on the ground, another toilet, same bathroom, had like shit toilet paper, like somebody wiped and just fucking tried to Kobe it and missed. <laughs> and it's just laying on the ground there next to the toilet, and they were just like, that's fucking close enough, and then they left. Oh, that's It had a little disgusting. skid mark on it and everything. Ew. Yeah, man. Who's not looking? I have no idea. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this? It's just people? like, Allie, you bit through their legs? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, in what scenario did that happen? How did it not make it back into the toilet? That's disgusting. Like, were they standing and then they're just fucking blindly just shooting it out behind them when they're done wiping? <laughs> you know how sometimes when you wipe, though, and it gets stuck on your butthole and you stand up and you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I did not consider that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was one of those. And then they were just like, I'm not going back for it. No, you got to go back for it, man. That's gross. It landed poop side up. Oh, yeah. that's so gross. Yeah, and then so it was like close to the next stall, and that next stall was like the clean one, and then on the other side was the one filled with poop. So it was like sandwiched in between two shit stalls. stalls. <laughs> that's so gross. And so I went into the middle one, and I was just like, you know how like it feels like you can smell it, and like it's in your hair. And oh, like, yeah. I just kept my arms close to my body, like don't touch anything, and it's just staring at me the whole time I'm trying to pee. <laughs> that's so gross. Ugh, so gross. Uh, well, goddamn. Yeah, do, not do even you, my goddamn. Yeah. Aaron, give me your goddamn. My goddamn is that I just realized I've been at my place of business for 10 fucking years. That's fucking crazy. That's a goddamn decade. That's like a long time. That's a long ass time. I remember being 10. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's insane. That's fucking a third of my life. How does it feel to have a career? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not what I pictured. <laughs> Fucking preach, yeah. man. You know how they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I didn't think this was it. <laughs> you weren't designing soccer banners for yeah. peewee soccer teams? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty chill, right? Yeah, it is. And then you get to like make super awesome scary banners for like the bloody tigers or whatever they're called. <laughs> That's true. Tiger's blood was yeah. the last bloody tiger one. Listen, you're living the goddamn dream, really. I mean, I'm still a child at heart, so it's good. You look back to, like, high school us, and that sounds like a fucking bitchin' job. That's true. <laughs> high school me is proud of me. Yes, very much. <laughs> What's your goddamn, Stacy? Ooh, okay, so the other day, Lee and I got a rare moment together where we had the whole morning with no children. What? And so we were like... Do you want to just go to the casino? <laughs> god damn it. I'm so jealous. Oh my god. We have such a bad fucking addiction, man. This is like... It's not an addiction. You are treating yourself. That's right. That's right. And this is what Lee and I thrive off of in our relationship is like we just feed into each other's addictions and bad habits. <laughs> and that's why we fucking work. <laughs> exactly. We need an enabler. Exactly. We are each other's enablers. So we went to the casino and it was like 9 o'clock in the morning and I was like, mama needs a beer. And Lee was like, it's a little early, right? And I was like, no, no, no. In order for me to gamble, I have to have a buzz. Like, that's a hard rule. I feel yeah. like I can vibe out the machines when I'm buzzed. Oh, yeah, for sure. They talk to you more. Uh-huh. And so I got the biggest beer that I could, and I was fucking pounding it. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, the casinos around here aren't as fun as Vegas, because Vegas has, like, a lot of the themed shit, you know? Like, yeah. Grease Lightning and Britney Spears and fucking... Wizard of Oz and Oompa Loompa shit. Right? And the people seem much more like, I'm here to party as opposed to like, I have a problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was in the I have a problem casino and everything was just like the off-brand generic kind of like old shit. Yeah. But I was still like, whatever, I'm gonna go have me a good time. And then off in the distance, in some of the sparkling lights, I noticed the Wizard of Oz. Oh, shit. That shit's my machine. <laughs> and so I went over and I was like, I'm playing this one. And I ended up winning $500 on that sucker. What the I, fuck? On penny slots. I pay. I play pennies. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. $500? Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, one hit was like 
over 100. And then another hit was like 475 or something. God damn. I know. And I was like gambling some of my winnings away. So I didn't walk away with all of that. But obviously, I walked away ahead. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. That has literally never happened to me. Uh, That's the biggest I've ever won off of pennies. Yeah. I mean, I always play pennies too. But like at all of the San Diego-ish casinos, I've never won. Me either. They just take your money. (laughs) Yeah. And then even in Vegas, the most I've won is like 60 bucks. Yeah, that's that's kind of like what I do in Vegas too. Is like sixties a big hit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh man, I'm telling you though, that beer did the trick. I could vibe out the machine. God damn, I bet Lee was fucking pumped. He was, and he was like, "I want to play this one." <laughs> and you're like, "No, no, this machine's hot. I'm not moving. <laughs> this one's mine. <laughs> Go find your own, sir." <laughs> and then I got a second beer because I was having so much fun. And literally two beers, I was fucking drunk. <laughs> nice. I mean, they were big beers. Yeah. But then on the way home, I was like, ooh, I got to need some water. <laughs> and you were sleep deprived and it was fucking nine in the morning. So. Exactly. All of those things. And then I had, we had to pick up our children and I was like, OK, I have to be a fucking good mom. <laughs> I mean, it'll be a fun mom today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's playing hide and seek? <laughs> <laughs> Go hide from mommy. <laughs> mom, why are you staggering? Yeah. Party why are you thing. hiding in your bed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You found me. Go count again. <laughs> Well, god damn. Yeah, so basically I'm a rich bitch. Congratulations. Hey, thanks. Girl, you're it's all it. going towards adult things. No. Stupid. Buy something fun. Maybe I'll put it towards the she shed. There you go. We have to go to Vegas. We have to plan our Vegas trip. It's in May. I know, but we need to like actually book it. Hash it out. Yeah. All right. Tear it up. You know. Get rich, bitch. And we won't tell anyone on the podcast so we can't get murdered. Yeah, and then we'll go to bed at like 7:30. Yeah. Every night. We'll just gamble all day. All morning because you know we're both waking up early. (laughs) We'll both be up at 7. Smashed by 11. Yeah. (laughs) You'll find us at the noodle house. (laughs) Eating pho. (laughs) Ugh, I don't like pho. What? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Okay, I tried it that one time and it tastes like fish nightmares. Well, you got the weirdest one. You got something with fucking tripe in it. That doesn't even matter. Yeah, it It does. It tastes like fucking just fish water. No, you got the wrong one. Tasted gross. It wasn't even as good as fucking Marutin. literally never tastes like fish water. And Lee doesn't like fish and he loves pho. So you did yourself a disservice. You got the weirdest one. You were like, yeah, I'll go for this weird ass fucking meat party random combo. Yeah, because I wanted it to taste like something. Yeah, you should have got regular. Like No one was like, don't do that. Everyone was like, no matter what you get, it's going to be so good. I think that's a quote from you. No, I I just it wasn't. You. I looked at you and I said, that one has tripe. And you're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But you said that after I ordered it. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, I'm not going back. <laughs> I like tripe. <laughs> you were like, do you know what that is? And I was like, nope. <laughs> you're like, all right. I won't tell you until you're done. I'm like, cool. Thanks. And then now you don't like pho. Yeah, it's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gross. It is. I'll show you the ways. You like fucking ramen. Yeah, ramen is just fucking MSG and water. That's what pho is, but more flavorful. No, it's not. It's so much less flavorful. You got the wrong one. You rinse off your ramen? You got the wrong one. No, it's gross. No, you don't get to say that until you try a normal one. Oh my God. No, I'm not trying it again. It's just a fucking scam. Uh, I will throw down. It's not (laughs) a scam. It's such a great deal. Did you see the size of those bowls? And it's like $6. Yeah, you want to know why? Because it's just shit in a bowl. Shit and water. That's because you got tripe. (laughs) (laughs) We can go for sushi all you fucking want, but I'm done with pho. I'm down for sushi. All right. Let's stop arguing about the Asian world. I'm making you taste it again. (laughs) I'll just fucking trick you into it. I'll be like, here's some ramen and the noodles are straight. (laughs) And I'll be like, why is it in this giant bowl of fucking nightmares? Uh, okay Aaron, are you ready for my murder story yeah i was gonna say it's your turn to go first it is so give and me you know what me. what just for making me eat pho that one time yeah i'm gonna tell you a story about a girl named stacy Ooh, girl did her mom have it going on obviously Duh. Duh. all right first welcome to episode 76 because we haven't said that in a hot minute i know <laughs> i just want you all to keep track of where you're at yeah just so you know <laughs> Uh, If you're listening in order. Yeah, exactly. What if they're listening fucking backwards? You could be. Well, hopefully you're going in the right direction. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully that was a good mile marker for you. Yeah. All right. So this is about Stacey Mitchell. 
I feel like I knew her. She even spells her name the same as you. <gasps> EY? Mm-hmm. She sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was. Aww. Uh, so she's not the murdering type. No. She's the gotten murdered. She's the gotten murdered. Ah, shit. Okay, so this is actually a listener recommendation from Ooh. Eleanor. Eleanor Rigby. Oh my gosh, she probably gets that all the time. I'm really sorry. <laughs> she probably doesn't because she probably doesn't hang out with anyone who's fucking 100. Hold up. 100? No, 60. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Anything over 50 is 100 to me. (laughs) Dude, you're pretty fucking close to that number, so. I know. Be careful. All right. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. Stacey was born in Dorset, England, and she moved to Australia with her family when she was 10 years old. She lived in a happy, loving family. Aww. And she had an older brother and two younger sisters. Okay. One of the middle middle children. Yeah. And according to her father, she was the life and soul of the house, and she was very pretty. And per usual, she was a happy, outgoing, and bubbly girl. Aw, I really like her. (laughs) Yeah, she sounds fucking great. Yeah. By the way, I would just, like, melt if my parents were like, she's the soul of the family. I know. that's such a sweet thing to say about somebody. Right? The life and soul of the family. Like, oh, God. Damn. Those other kids are just whatever. (laughs) I mean, second try, they fucking nailed it. And then they were like, let's do that again. And the other ones just didn't come out as great. And they were like, you know what? Let's just stop. We should have stopped while we were ahead. (laughs) That's so fucked up to say. (laughs) Yeah, it is. We're just kidding. Okay, so a mutual friend introduced Stacy to two girls named Jessica Stasinowski, who was 21 years old, and Valerie Parashumti, who was 19. Oh, okay. Wait, how old is Stacy? She is 16 at the time. Oh, these are much older women in her life. They are, yeah. little weird, but yeah. mutual friend was like, hey, check out these girls. They're cool. And she was like, cool. I like them. All right. The girls were actually a couple, and Stacy really liked them and got along well with them, even though they might have been a little bit odd. Mmm. But we'll get into that later. Would have been my best friend if you're kind of weird. I'm like, oh, need to be besties. Uh, These girls absolutely would have been your besties. Oh, God. So as teens do, mm-hmm. Stacy had an argument with her parents, and on December 7th, 2006, she ran away from home. Uh-oh. Okay. Her parents reported her missing on December 13th, and I'm not sure where she was during that whole week, but I'm assuming it was one of those, like, she's just at a friend's house, and then maybe they tried to get her to come back home, and she refused, so they finally reported her missing. Okay. I was like, dang, they waited a while. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, they knew where she was, or it was like, hey, man, like, she was in touch, but they're like, no, you gotta fucking come home. Yeah, she wasn't, like, in immediate danger. Yeah, and then they were finally like, all right, well, if you don't come home, we're gonna get get the police involved. Yeah. I think it was that kind of a situation. that makes sense. I'll take it as fact. (laughs) (laughs) As we do. So then on December 14th, which is the very next day, Stacy moved in with Jessica and Valerie, and a man named Daniel Haynes, who was 27 years old. Oh, man, who's this motherfucker all about? 27? Too old. Right? Get out of there, Stace. Yeah, he's far too old to be in this situation, or she is far too young to be in this situation. Yeah. Depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. But they happened to have a vacant room, and she needed somewhere to go, so it was a perfect match. Okay. Now, a little bit about Jessica and Valerie. All right, the odd ones. Yes. Jessica had a, quote, lonely childhood that left her lacking empathy. Oh, good. That's not not a good sign. That's not a good sign. I'm seeing some red flags. Yeah, right? Just based off of previous stories we've done. I know. Gosh. And she herself had run away from home and lived on the streets. She was into drugs and would prostitute herself to make money to survive. Oh, God. That's a rough life. Yeah. She's not that now, but that's that was previously, right? Okay. Aside from all this, she was described as a, quote, beautiful person before she met Valerie. B- oh, before. Bum, 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 bum. And then Valerie just turned her. I find that dynamic a little bit odd, though, because she was the older one of the two girls. Like, yeah. she was a 21-year-old and Valerie was a 19-year-old. Not and to Val- say that, like, age really makes that much of a difference, but it, to me, it kind of does. In terms of, like, manipulation? Yeah. You find it odd? Like, you would think it'd be the other way around? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. It is kind of weird. All right. Now, Valerie, she was originally from Kosovo, and she was the oldest of four kids. She was actually into the vampire subculture. Ooh. Yeah. Since she was about 10 years old. So she thought she was a vampire? Well, she certainly liked to drink human blood. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These kinds of fucking stories are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, man. Is so, there a documentary on this before we get too far? Because I feel like I need to watch it. I don't think so. Oh, man. All right. So Valerie started acting out when her parents got divorced in 2004. Mm-hmm. And she would have been 17 years old at the time. Is this when she started the blood drinking? No, she was into that shit at 10. How do you get human blood at 10? Maybe it's your own. Okay. I was like, you're not just coming across that shit willy-nilly. Or one of your younger siblings. And I feel like you can't call it, whoa. I feel like you can't call it drinking if it's not in a cup and a lot of blood. I mean, we don't know. We don't know, but I'm sure if you're 10, you don't have a cup full of blood. You just like sliced your finger and you licked it and you were like, I drink blood. A hundred percent. That's yeah. probably what it was. Yeah, that's not drinking blood. That's licking it. We <laughs> all do that when we story get a, straight. Yeah. We all do that when we get a boo-boo. It tastes like pennies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Yes. Sorry. I'll stop arguing the validity of whether or not she was an actual vampire at 10. Is it like Harry Potter where you find out when you're 11? <laughs> <laughs> she was just testing out the waters, you know? Uh. So her parents got divorced in 2004, right? Yeah. And then she also got in a car accident around that same time where she suffered a head injury. Oh, God. Here we go. Which, as we know, can sometimes lead to some fucked up behavior. Yeah. So we got fucking somebody with no empathy and then another person who drinks blood and has a head injury. Yep. Okay. And... Valerie also had some sadistic sexual tendencies. All right. Hey, listen, you do you. Right? But she was aroused by torture and violence. Okay. A little rough. I say but there, not to kink shame, but only because like, maybe not, maybe not the greatest for someone who's not willing. Yeah. Yeah. Torture? Mm. (laughs) Sounds not fun. Not great. To me. Do you? Hey, remember that whole Armin Mivis story? Yeah. Some people are into it. Yep. So that all being said, Valerie was also dabbling in criminal behavior. Mmm, dabbling, you say? Just a dabble. Okay. What was she dabbling? What was she doing? Well, on October 15th, 2006, she threw a brick through a window of a youth center. Oh, that's mean. Yeah, fucked up, right? But more disturbing was that she was carrying a meat cleaver. (laughs) Okay. And so the police were aware of who she was because yeah. they were called out to that fucking debacle right was she just like <laughs> did she just throw the brick and then stand there holding the meat cleaver like hey <laughs> she kind of sounds like that kind of person <laughs> like i'm a vampire come at me bro and they were like hello 911 <laughs> yeah there's some crazy lady outside with a meat cleaver yeah yeah no she's not really threatening me with it but her stare is pretty intense <laughs> I feel like her eyes are smoldering. <laughs> there's a thousand yard stare. And yes, we have a giant hole in the window because there's a brick in it now. I think she's trying to glamour me. <laughs> Possible. <laughs> but I don't believe that she got any jail time for the really? fucking intentional glamouring or anything. <laughs> <laughs> intentional glamouring with the possibility of causing great bodily injury. <laughs> Oh, God. Exactly. Okay. So Stacy moves in with this upstanding couple, right? Yeah. Wow. Did she know they were odd? Well, she obviously knew that they were together, and she knew that they were, like, I want to say kind of into the vampire thing, like mm-hmm. that goth type of person. But yeah. also, you're not going to be like, hey, so, like, you guys into violence and torture in the bedroom or yeah. what yeah yeah <laughs> so she didn't know that level yeah i don't think she got that in depth with it uh-huh. maybe she knew about drinking the human blood but she might have also been like yeah they totally licked it like whatever yeah yeah uh, vampire sure okay yeah exactly so she's just like they're just a little odd they're into i don't know a lot of eyeliner and black clothing which yeah. hello that was my high school <laughs> yeah that was that was your high school and mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so stacy moves in with them and apparently, she had a habit of walking around the apartment in her underwear. Uh-huh. Which I totally had the same habit before my brother moved in, so I yeah. fucking get it. No fucking pants the moment you get home. Exactly. Get them off. So I get it. Yeah, she didn't want those leg prisons on. She's like, mm-hmm. I just got off a fucking long shift at doing nothing because I don't think she had a job. <laughs> Working the DQ. Yeah, yeah. And in blizzards. <laughs> doing whatever it was that she did during the day, and then would have her pants off, and then the girls were like hey, that's a little sus. Like, both girls kind of saw it as a form of flirting oh, with the other. Okay. And oh, like they were getting jealous. Yeah, <gasps> so they were getting a little bit jealous. Oh, why not just be like, yo, Stace, put your britches back on. Right? Like, bitch, can you wear some pants? <laughs> 
this is a common area. Also, you live with a 27-year-old man. Yeah. Like, put your goddamn pants on. Yeah. A little weird. Make everybody a little more comfortable. Yeah. I mean, even if I lived with you, I don't think I'd walk around pantsless. No. I mean, literally, if we change in front of each other, we're like, turn your back to me. Yeah, exactly. Like, just don't stare at my hoo-ha, please. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so Valerie, however, took this perceived flirting stuff to heart and she started accusing her girlfriend jessica of possibly flirting back oh no here we go jealousy yeah so jessica tried to tell valerie that she definitely wasn't into stacy uh-huh. and to prove it to valerie they should kill stacy oh god <laughs> that escalated logical next step why not just tell her to put some pants on and move out yeah, or like, hey, man, you know how we thought that this would be a good idea? I don't think it is anymore. Yeah, it's just not working for us. On account of you're 16, you're really not paying rent or anything. Can you just get out? Oh, my God, that's crazy. Okay, so let's hear it. I don't actually know if she was paying rent, but I uh, doubt yeah. she was. <laughs> okay, so apparently they weren't all too subtle about their intention to kill Stacy. Oh. To, like, their roomie, right? The guy, yeah. Dan, or whatever his name was? David. David. Yeah. That's not good. One day he was talking to Valerie and said that Stacy had been talking shit about one of his friends. Oh! And Valerie said, no one should destroy your happiness and you kill anyone who does. Holy shit. And David was like, yeah. Okay. Totally. But uh, I can think of better people to kill than Stacy. Like yeah. he kind of took it as like, huh, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Psycho. Yeah. Remind me not to eat any of her food. Right. Piss her off. And then later that same day, David went into the kitchen and he saw Valerie grinding up glass in a mortar and pestle. And he was like, the fuck is that about? Yeah, right? that's weird. Yeah. And Valerie told him that she was going to put it in Stacy's drink and that it would be an agonizing way to die. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Didn't up. she just technically make sand? <laughs> yeah, I think she did. <laughs> Unless it's like straight up shards. Yeah, but then I think I wouldn't drink it. No, if there were shards. I wouldn't yeah. drink it if there were sand, like hanging out at the bottom. You gotta like swirl it really fast like it's sugar. Yeah, I don't know. And hopefully she'll I, chuck it. Because if it got to sand, like that's not, is that actually going to cut up your... I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Shit, I don't know the rules. I don't, I don't either. I don't know the rules of glass. But if it was shards, I'd be like, you'd have to put it in with some crushed ice. Oh, yeah. And then you'd have to eat the ice, though. Yeah. Even and then, then it would like, just probably cut your lips as you pour it, you know, into your mouth. I, I don't know. Okay. Wasn't a great plan. No. But it, okay. And it wasn't the end plan. So. Got it. Got it. It's not what did her in. Yeah. It wasn't even its final form. Okay. Then I will no longer judge her for it. No, well, you can still judge her for it. Yeah, she's stupid. <laughs> she sounds awful. And she was. So David was like, well, don't you think an agonizing death might alert the neighbors on account of, like, if she's screaming or something? This guy, like, how is he staying so calm through all of this? Like, he's just trying to rationalize it. I think it's more of, like, you know when you get so... Desensitized? De not desensitized, but, like, fed up with someone and their stupid words. <laughs> <laughs> When they're like, oh, I could fight a thousand horses. And you're like, yeah, maybe. But where are you going to put a thousand horses? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're just like humoring them just to get out of the conversation. Exactly. Okay. Literally, that's kind of what it sounds like from this guy. Okay. He's like, oh, yeah, that that would probably do it. But uh, the neighbors might hear you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so Valerie was like, don't even worry about it. I got this, right? Yeah. They tried to get David to join in their little murder plot. But he was like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, you got this. You two look like you got this handled. Yeah, but he also didn't try to, like, warn Stacy or anything like that, right? Yeah, I feel like you should be go tell somebody or something. Like, a little heads up, man. Yeah. yeah. No. no. No, not happening. He didn't. He was like, nah, I'm cool, but you do you, right? Yeah, later, losers. Not here to judge. Yeah. So then on December 18th, Valerie told David to go to his bedroom and lock himself in and turn up the music. Okay. And so he did. That's shady. Why would you do it? I feel like his story, I'm assuming we're getting the side of the story from him. I feel like he's fabricating it, like downplaying his role. I would agree with that, but it came from all of them. Hmm. Maybe they got their stories together before they did that. Maybe. Because who the fuck is going to do that? Who the fuck is like, okay, cool. I know you're about to murder this person and I'm going to be in the exact same house as you do it. Let me just go listen to the radio really loud. No, you're going to be like, uh, hold on. Let me leave. <laughs> let me just pretend I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, I got somewhere to be. Yep. Like a movie where I can get a fucking receipt. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, they don't so, sound like the smartest crew. No. Okay, so he goes in there and he turns up his music. Yeah. And Valerie and Jessica and Stacy stayed up drinking and taking Stillnox tablets. Ooh. Which, from a quick Google search, is a sleeping pill. Oh, I've heard of this, where people try to take them and then stay awake. Yeah, I've heard of that, too. And then Valerie gave Stacy a pill that she said was ecstasy, but was actually, quote, the date rape drug. Jesus. So then, according to David, he heard someone yell, now, now, now. And then he heard a thud and a cry for help. Oh, shit. And so he fucking just took off. He was like, deuces, I'm out of here. Like he ran like, I imagine this is happening in the living room. I imagined it was in the kitchen, but oh, yeah. Okay. And I then, don't know why. I was like, they're all just standing around the kitchen. Just hanging out and drinking, taking, taking pills. Yeah. <laughs> it literally did not specify where it was. I just imagined it was in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in his room. So did he have to like run through the house past the scene in order to get out? Or did he just leave through the window? Again, in my imagination, he went through the window. <laughs> <laughs> it just said he took off. I don't know if he like grabbed his keys and like fucking skedaddled past them. Yeah, just like or, head like, down, shuffling his feet. Yeah, pretend you don't see anything. I don't know. All I right. did not get a lot of facts. Got it. <laughs> so he skedoodles. He's no longer there. Yeah. When you said he heard now, 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 and then a thud. Yeah. Instead of my head immediately going to like, now, 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 like, go, go, go. Yeah. It went to now, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> like, te- what's it called? Like, reprimanding someone. Yeah, tisking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't say it with much enthusiasm. It should have been more of a now, now, now. <laughs> And then he said, now, 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 <laughs> now, 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 <laughs> we'll have none of that in here. Uh. So yeah, it was more of a now, now, now situation. Got it. And then he was like, deuces, I'm out. Later, Gators. So what ha- happened was, uh-huh. Valerie hit Stacy in the head with a concrete paving slab that Whoa. she had gotten from outside. Jesus. Yeah. How do you just like discreetly bring that inside? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe they... Like, obviously, they had brought it in before all of this happened, Yeah, right? they staged it. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, we're looking to buy more tiles, and so it's on the counter. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this paver is now our centerpiece. Yeah, and she hit her so hard that the fucking slab broke. Ay! It's concrete. That's not good. I don't know how hard you have to hit someone to make concrete break, but it does not sound like it would be easy. No, that sounds like a bad idea. Oh, dude, this poor chick probably had no fucking clue what was even happening. Right? Just now, now, now. Whack. She's just there with her friends. Damn. She didn't even know that it was a problem. Yeah. And she lived with them for fucking four days. That's insane. So then Jessica took off her belt, which was actually a dog chain. Mm-hmm. Because super punk rock, right? Yeah, very goth. And she started to strangle Stacy. Oh my gosh! It took forty-five minutes for <gasps> Stacy to die. Stop. Yeah. Well, first of all, she didn't do a good job. No, neither of them that's did. Far too long. That is like a horrendous way to die. Well, to add insult to injury, Jessica and Valerie made a video on their phone of Stacy dying. Why? While they kissed over her body and mocked her English accent. Oh my god, that's so awful. Isn't that fucking horrible? Holy shit. Yeah. Like, it was bad, but that's like, whoa. Yeah. That's some, like, fucking psycho killer shit. A hundred percent psycho killer shit. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And then the girls put Stacy's body in a trash bin inside of a shed that they had at their property. Okay. Here's an even more fucked up part of the story. Oh, God, it gets worse? That day, before Stacy was killed, she had talked to her parents on the phone, and they had reconciled, and she was going to go home the next day. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God, I didn't even think of her parents, man. That sucks. Yeah. Ugh. Isn't Ugh. that fucking horrible like you're like all right dad i'll be home tomorrow yeah just one more night here with my buddies yeah oh man so when david got home from fucking off from the murder yeah at about 3 20 in the morning he said that the house was still quote a bit messy ew (gasps) so there's blood oh yeah i mean you hit someone with a fucking concrete slab they're gonna they're gonna bleed oh man that's awful and three days later, the three of them go to a hardware store to look for a chainsaw and shovels. Okay, so he's all in on this shit. Yeah, he's now fucking one of them. Yeah. He might not have done the murder in, but like, 
you're, you're there. He was already a piece of shit for not saying anything or doing anything about it. But also, whoa, you're going to buy a chainsaw? Yeah. And you know right? what it's for? Yeah, you know exactly what it's for. Mm-hmm. But they didn't end up buying anything. They were just fucking pricing it out, I guess. <laughs> just perusing. Yeah. Do you want a Makita? <laughs> no, I've heard Ryobi's better. <laughs> <laughs> but police arrest them before they do anything with Stacy's body. Okay. And during the trial... How Jessica, did they get busted? Probably because she was supposed to go home, and then okay. the parents were like, hey, she's not fucking home. And then they're like, well, where do you think she is? And they're like, she was living with these people. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they were like, there's fucking blood everywhere. Yeah, and then they were like, wow, this is a really sloppy murder scene. Yeah. Where is she? And then they were like, definitely not in the shed in a trash can. Yeah, don't look there. Nothing to see there. Yeah. And so during the trial, Jessica and Valerie were giggling and whispering <gasps> to each other. Oh, no. And Jessica said... Oh, we have a quote. Quote, I have never felt that kind of lust for blood before. Something in me changed. The feel of her blood sprayed all over me was almost a romantic, animalistic lust. Ew! I don't know when or how. All I know is something in me felt at peace. What the fuck? What the fuck? At peace? That's not where I thought she was going with that. Jessica was the less fucking weird one of the two of them. She just had no empathy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she just had no empathy, exactly. But oh. she wasn't the, I'm going to drink blood and be a vampire type of person. Ew, who says that? Who's like, the feel of the blood gave me peace in my soul? And Get this the is at the here. trial. Yeah, that that's means, like, awful. Stacy's parents are there. The judges are You're saying this in front of adults. Jesus Christ. Like, at least fake fucking remorse. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, horrible. Ugh. And also, God, it's just cringy. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't say that. Stop that. No one's going to think you're cool or edgy. Like, no. you're literally in front of adults with jobs and stuff. They're going to be like, are you fucking serious? And you murdered someone. Yeah. Ugh. So all three of them plead guilty. Good. And in 2008, Jessica and Valerie were sentenced to life in prison with ability to parole in 24 years. Damn, is it? Yeah. I hope they don't get it. Well, they got life, so they yeah. probably won't get it because yeah. they were showing no remorse during the trial. Fucking psychos. And David was only sentenced to two years as an accessory. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. He was going to fucking hide a body, dude. Right? And help him chop it up. Yeah. You know he was going to have to use that chainsaw. Yeah. And he didn't warn her. And he was in the fucking house and was like, oh, shit. I better get get out out of here. here. Yeah. Fucking no. No. At least five. Why is it two? Yeah. That's that's, ridiculous. Yeah. It's not even a freaking round number. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Okay, so Jessica and Valerie continued their relationship in prison until Valerie was moved to a different prison. Oh, they were in the same prison? Yeah. What the hell? They tried to keep their long-distance relationship going using a convicted serial killer named Catherine Burney to keep in touch. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's ongoing anymore, and I don't know how fucking this other serial killer lady had access to both of them. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe she's really good at making kites. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like fucking helicopter in that shit and bring you to the next cell. Just like, check this out. I've got connections. Yeah. And Valerie also attempted to escape, but what? she failed. With what? A spoon? No, I think just like running. And then they were like, hey, get back here. You're not going to red rover my ass. Yeah. Or maybe in like a laundry chute. I don't know. Oh my God. Poor Stacy. Yeah. Damn. Damn is right. Dad. See damn. that coming? No. Dog chain and fucking concrete slab horrible I can't, I can't horrible believe, i can't believe it took 45 minutes to die i can't believe they videoed it oh i forgot about that yeah Ugh. it's horrible i think it was played at the trial but i'm not 100 percent sure you know i was just thinking if they pled guilty did they have to do all that like did they have to go through the trial and everything um i don't know maybe for sentencing maybe yeah to see oh. if it was like or at least for fucking david to be like how much responsibility do you actually have yeah yeah that's true like, what kind of charges they're going to get? Yeah. Well, that's my story. Well, damn. Goddamn. That shit was gross. Yes. All right. Well, you ready for my story? I am. What you got for me? Okay. I'm going to tell you about Bianca Devins. All right. In 2019, just last year. Whoa. Yeah. That's real recent. Yeah. Uh, Bianca was a 17-year-old girl who lived in Utica, New York. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Utica <laughs> just sounds silly. <laughs> it does. Uh, It's because you want to say, like, Utaho. Exactly. (laughs) I knew exactly where your brain was. Uh, She graduated from T.R. Proctor High School, 
and she was planning to attend Mohawk Valley Community College to study psychology. All right. She'd grown up with some like mental health issues of her own, and so her goal was to eventually help adolescents who struggled with mental health issues themselves. Good. Good for her. Right? She sounds nice. Uh, she was described as shy and quiet girl at school, and she actually had met like a number of her friends online. Okay. Which I feel like is like a lot of our like culture now, right? Like it's not uncommon to make a lot of friends online. No, especially 2019 and she's going to community college. She's right in that era of like yeah. everything is social media online. Exactly. I mean, we have a bunch of friends online. Yeah, right. <laughs> we've never met. <laughs> Sup, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> well, this girl, Bianca, she actually had like a really good uh, social media following or a decent one. Okay. And many of the reports that I read actually described her as a, quote, e-girl or a social media influencer is what you and I call them. Yeah. But she was shy in real life? Yeah, she was shy. She was really pretty. Okay. I don't know this girl at all, obviously. I didn't even see fucking video clips of her or anything. Okay. But, like, if you see her, she looks kind of like, I don't want this to come off wrong, but she looks kind of, like, mousy and, like, unique looking. She's pretty, but, like, mousy and unique. But then in all of her, like, Instagram shots, that like, she's gorgeous. Because she's got, like, that mousy, unique look, and then she puts her makeup on and poses in, like, a rocker chick way or something, and you're like, oh, my God, she's gorgeous. Yeah. So she had a lot of friends online, even though she was quiet in real life. All right. She also suffered from her own mental health issues and stuff, and she would, like, talk to people online and help them through that. One article specifically mentioned, like, abuse from older men. Oh. And that she would, like, help her followers or friends or whatever – get through that because she had experience with that herself but they didn't go into that any more than that so all right yeah evidently bianca was like a regular poster on instagram discord as well as 4chan okay do you know what discord is yeah i didn't so i had to look it up but it's basically an app where you can text and share videos and audios and pictures and shit yeah i only know it because brandon uses it what does he use it for that's how the, all the guys talk to each other. Oh, dude, I'm like so old. I'm like 4chan. <laughs> like I know what 4chan is, but just in case anybody doesn't know, the internet basically describes it as like an image board-like site where users can post anonymously and the most popular posts get like voted up. So it's kind of like Reddit, right? Yeah. And uh, what's the Instagram since we're going through it all? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram is where you can post pictures and shit. All right. It's mainly pictures, right? Yeah. Okay, so she was like pretty active on those three Social media sites. Yeah, in particular. Also, I should mention Instagram. You can DM. Because that's what she was doing a lot. She was like messaging these people a lot. Sliding in. Sliding into those DMs. All right. So sometime in 2016, Bianca had met a 21-year-old man by the name of Brandon Clark. They met on Discord. Okay. Another article said Instagram. So it was really hard to keep all the shit straight. Because it fucking, this story blew up in social media. So I'm actually surprised if you haven't heard it. No, I haven't. All right. At least I don't think so. Yeah. I hadn't actually either, but, you know, that's nothing new for me. (laughs) So Brandon Clark, 21-year-old, they meet online. And that was in 2016. 2016. How old was she then? She was like 14. Ew. Yeah. So she was like real young when they met. And he was 21. Gross. Actually, I don't think he was 21 at the time because I think he's 21 at the time last year when all this shit goes down. Okay. So then he was like 18. Yes. Still gross. Yeah, still illegal. So it sounds like they're like four years apart. Okay. So the two connect and they become really good friends and they eventually end up meeting in person. And it was clear that Brandon had like wanted more out of the relationship. But Bianca kept saying like, I just want to be friends. I'm not interested in a romantic relationship with you, but we can be friends. And everything seemed fine, right? Yeah. Every once in a while, Brandon would be like, you know, you're cute. I really like you. And she'd be like, that's sweet. Thank you. But we're just friends. Yeah. So despite the difference in, like, relationship goals, <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that, uh, the two would meet up outside of the safety of the internet and they would hang out. They actually became really good friends and, like, met each other's uh, families and shit. Like, I think Brandon knew Bianca's sister. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So this was somebody that she, like, knew and trusted. Yeah. Even it, though she met him online. It came into, like, real life. Exactly. They okay. became, like, real-life friends and people and everything. He wasn't just, like, some creepy guy online trying to get with her. Yeah. On July 13th of 2019, the pair had met up to travel to New York City together so that they could go see a concert by Nicole Dollinganger. Do you know who that is? Nope. See? We're old. Yeah. Okay, anyways. <laughs> this is how we find out. I know. <laughs> so they were going to go to a concert in New York City, and Brandon was driving. 
And so they get to the venue and they meet up with another friend and they smoke some weed in Brandon's car. Mm-hmm. And while they're at the concert, Bianca actually met up with another friend who Brandon was like aware that Bianca was going to meet up with, but it was a boy. Bum, 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 bum. Uh-huh. And his name was Alex. Okay. And she had a romantic interest in Alex. Mm-hmm. So obviously this is going to make Brandon jealous, right? Yeah. So that night and supposedly in front of Brandon, Bianca and Alex share a kiss. Okay. And at around 10 p.m. when the concert ended, Bianca and Brandon, they go back to his car and they head home to Utica. Mm-hmm. Well, a little bit awkward. Oh, yeah. Super awkward. Hey, can you be my buddy and drive out of town with me to fucking meet up to essentially a date? Like, Yeah, for me to... Well, it sounds like they had other friends there too, though, because they like smoked out in the car. Yeah. So it sounds like they were maybe meeting up with a handful of people and Alex just happened to be one of them. Mm. And Brandon obviously was not happy about that. Yeah. Still weird, but all right. You know, I get it. I get it because we know that Brandon has the like romantic relationship, but I'm just going to go there. Every one of our guy friends would have wanted to have a romantic relationship at some point in our friendships and we would go with them like That's fair. it was always you and I together. Yeah. But like, and we always had Lee or Brandon or somebody. So yeah, that's I mean, true. It sounds weird when we're reading out the story of obviously something bad happening, but I don't think it's that rare. Yeah. I think any dude with a dick who meets another lady with a vagina is like, do you want to put him in? <laughs> Can I touch it? <laughs> every time the chick is like, I really think you're fun, but I don't want your dick near me. Yeah. Please keep hanging out with me. I like you as a person and yeah. you're awesome, but also don't touch me. And then the guys are like, all right, yeah. I'm glad we didn't do that because it's more fun being friends. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I can I can accept, especially if they've talked about it and she was like, I'm not into it. And he was like, it's cool. Yeah. Okay. You know, and then everyone saw, but it sounds like he was kind of pressing it a little bit like, but I like you. And she mm. was just dealing with it. I don't know. Eh. I don't know that for a fact, but he was clearly jealous. Yeah. So while they're on the drive home, Brandon confronts Bianca about how she kissed Alex right in front of him, right? And how he didn't like that. Yeah. And Bianca, again, explains that she wasn't interested in dating Brandon, so it shouldn't matter who she kisses, right? Like, yeah. you're my fucking friend. Deal with it. Yeah. Well, Brandon, obviously really jealous, accuses Bianca of just using him, even though she always made it clear to him, like, where they stood. But he's like, you just needed me for a ride and blah, 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 blah. You always use me. Blah. Right? Mm. Brandon's being a dick. Yeah. You knew where the situation was. Yeah. If you didn't want to fucking come to this concert, you yeah. didn't have to. Exactly. You're just jealous because she hung out with some other guy. Yeah. So police would later find on Discord that DMs between Bianca and her friends on there where she was explaining how upset Brandon was over this kiss. Like, she was on the drive back to Utica, and she was DMing her friends like, dude, he is tripping about this. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the drive's a little long. Bianca lays down in the back seat to sleep, and this is when Brandon decides to set up a camera on the dashboard. Mm, nope. Yep. He hides a knife in his waistband. Nope. And he pulls over and crawls into the back seat to wake Bianca up. What the fuck? Here's what's weird is like, I'm pretty sure this happened in Utica. So I don't know why, like, I'm a light sleeper. So maybe this is why my head is here. But like, if I were on a car ride home and I felt the car start to slow down and pull over, I would wake up immediately. Like, are we here? And then I'd be like, why? Why are you getting in the back seat? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? We're like, not at my house. What's going on? Yeah, I think I would wake up. When the car started to slow down and stop too. But maybe she was a heavy sleeper. Or maybe she was high. Oh, I didn't even consider that. And it is late at night. Like they just did a concert and all the shit, right? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, the story goes that he crawls into the back seat. Story? There's a fucking video camera. Yeah, there was a fucking video camera. So you're right. It's not a story. Yeah. The fucking video footage shows Brandon climbing in the back seat to wake up Bianca. And she starts to stir and he pulls out the knife and immediately begins to saw at Bianca's throat. Saw? Saw. That is the word that the detective who watched this video described. What the fuck? Brandon's movements. The officer said that he basically struggled through it because it's not like the movies where you just do like a simple little swipe and it's like, boom, cut your neck open. Yeah. He had to like get through the muscle (gasps) and shit. Oh my God. So he was like struggling. Oh, I don't like it. 
They did say, though, that he struck so quickly that Bianca had no idea what hit her. Like, she died really fast. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. The article I was reading also said that it recorded, like, he recorded her last breaths. So I don't know if he, like, pulled out his cell phone and did it or if that's also the dash cam. But they specifically mentioned that he then recorded, like, the next step in the story is he recorded her last breaths. Ew. So that makes me think he, like, pulled out his phone. Ugh, ew. So gross. What a fucking creep. It gets creepier. Brandon then proceeds to take pictures of Bianca's mutilated body. Oh, God. And he posted the image <gasps> images to Instagram and 4chan. What? With the caption, 10-6-1997 to 7-14-2019. Just know that I feel no pain now. What? That was the caption. With her, like, she's got her neck sawed open and she's bleeding everywhere and she's dead she's clearly dead did he post this to his instagram yes so he used his instagram account to post it and like tagged her in it oh my god what does he think is gonna happen i don't fucking know this guy's a weirdo so on discord he posted photos the same photos with the caption saying sorry fuckers you're gonna have to find someone else to orbit I didn't know what orbiting was. I could assume what that means, but I guess it's like, you know, social media influencers and shit like guys kind of like track her and try to hang out with her until she's available and then they try to like be her boyfriend. Yeah. So basically Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. He then left her body in the back of the truck and made a little bonfire. Again, just so you know, they're like he pulled over onto a dead end road and I'm pretty sure it was Utica. I think the road was called Poe Street. Mm -hmm. and like there's a neighborhood close by and he just is like i'm gonna build a fucking bonfire yeah but it's new york like they don't have bush fires and like brush fires i know but it's just so weird yeah like i would think it's isn't utica like kind of like country-ish yeah yeah not i mean it looked like it there were woods and shit he was like protected by woods but also there was like a neighbor being interviewed in one of the like news clips. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, there was a lot of cop cars. Like I looked out my window and they were just down the street. So there was like neighbors close by. Oh my God. Okay. So he gets out of the car, leaves her in the back of the car and he builds a bonfire. He then took a can of black spray paint out of his vehicle and he wrote on the ground, quote, may you never forget me. Ew. He, this guy's fucking a dime bag. So then he pulls out a tarp. It was green, just so you know. All right. And laid it on the ground. And then he pulled Bianca's body out of the car and put her on the tarp and wrapped her up in it. And while he's doing this, he was playing a song called Test Drive by Joji, which I guess is a Japanese rapper. Okay. And the song is all about a failing relationship because the girl's not interested in the guy as much as the guy's interested in her. Like that kind of fucking melodramatic shit. Yeah. You know what else you could do instead of fucking sawing her neck open and then trying to burn her body, I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. is just like peace out. Yeah. Yeah, just peace out. Or like hang out with her and see if maybe someday she wants to try a romantic relationship with you and but also be okay if she doesn't. Yeah, or just like be her friend. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then find your own person. Oh no, this guy's fucking crazy. Apparently. So, she's dead in the tarp, right? Yeah. He eventually starts calling his relatives. Oh Jesus. Because he wants to confess what he has done. Um, his grandma he calls and she doesn't answer the phone so he's like i'm gonna leave her a quick voicemail just to be like yo i killed bianca and he also tried to call his brother i don't know he also tried to call his brother who didn't answer i guess his brother was like in alaska or some shit well it's also like freaking midnight somewhere around there i think this was actually closer to like five in the morning oh god early early morning yeah okay so then he calls his aunt and his aunt picks up the phone And he confesses to her, like, I just killed Bianca. Yeah. And his aunt is like, oh, shit. And she immediately calls the cops. Oh, good for her. Yeah, she finds out where he's at, immediately calls the cops. I don't know this part. I just assumed that she tells Brandon to call the cops because now he hangs up the phone with his aunt and calls the cops Yeah, on himself to confess. And he also threatens while he's on the phone with them that he's going to kill himself also. Hmm. Yeah. It should be noted that a handful of people who saw this image online, they also called the cops because they were like, yo, these pictures of a dead lady just got posted. Oh, good. Yeah. And it's this guy's account and this is what I know about him. And then the police were starting to track the photos. So that was before Brandon or his aunt called. Yeah. So the police were starting to track the photos, like where it was posted and all that shit. Oh, smart. Yeah. And they had just kind of figured out that it was Post Street. And then that's when Brandon called and like confirmed it. So they were like right there. Holy shit. I should also note that by this time, 
you know, I don't know, fucking 10, 20 minutes. I don't know actually how long he had her body hanging out in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. But the pictures circulated all over the internet. Like all over. All the social media. There was like a fucking hashtag for it and shit. Oh, like, gross. Yeah. Well, you know, like 4chan. Yeah. People are crazy. Like people started saying on 4chan that she like deserved it. Oh, no. Yeah. And they were like taking his side and like shaming her and like trying to spread what the image the of her body. Fuck? Yeah. People are fucked up. I think it's those uh, like incel people that are a little bit off their rocker. Oh yeah, have nothing better to do. Like they don't they're totally not in touch with reality that like what you're looking at is a real dead person. Yeah. Like that's Aww. fucking gross. Even her family saw the images. Not before they knew she was dead. But yeah. like eventually this the images circulated around them and there was like all this controversy around like Instagram or whatever not taking it down. Like it took four hours or something for them to get God the images damn. down. Yeah, but, like, you can get, like, spam taken down in two seconds. Yeah, But it yeah. took them so long to get these images down. Or, like, a nip slip. Yeah. How awful that this is her friend. I know. Like, she trusted him. Yeah. The plan was, we're going to go to this concert together. It's going to be so fun. Thanks for driving, Brandon. You're the best. And for a kiss. Yeah, right? Like, awful. No. no. Okay, so now it's 7.20 a.m., and that's when the cops pull up. And Brandon's just laying on the ground next to his vehicle. And as they approach, he takes out his knife and he stabs himself in the neck. All right. Yeah. And then he runs over to Bianca's body and he lays himself on top of her body, like wrapped in the tarp. Mm -hmm. And the officer on the scene is like, oh, shit. And he notices that there's like brown hair popping out of the tarp. And so he asks Brandon, like, where's Bianca? Like, where's the lady that you hurt? Because he knows, like, Brandon called and said, I killed somebody. So he's like, where's Bianca? Obviously, in the fucking tarp. But he's asking, and then Brandon says, Bianca's beneath him in the tarp. Brandon then proceeded to pull out his fucking cell phone and take selfies of him with his bleeding neck laying across Bianca's dead body. What the fuck? And I think he ended up posting these to social media also. The cop is there, and he's not like, hey, man, I'm just going to fucking... Like, roundhouse kicked the phone out of your hand. (laughs) Oh, my God. I wish that's what he did. (sighs) No, I think the cop was, like, waiting for backup because the dude had a knife. Like, I'm... Taste the motherfucker. uh, Do something, right? Yeah. I don't know. Or Maybe it happened really fast. Maybe. Like, can you imagine me and the cop coming up to that scene and the dude just stabs himself in the neck and you're like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? Is that her? And then he's, like, taking selfies and you're like, what the fuck am I seeing? I don't know. He might have been, like, so stunned by it or, like, shocked by it. Yeah. But it takes me a hot minute to post anything to, like, Facebook or whatever because I'm like, is everything spelled right? I yeah. have to look at it. No, this guy was, like, fucking prepared. He had even, like, Googled how to, like, live stream a murder and all this weird shit, which I don't know why you need to Google that. When did he Google it? Okay, let's see. Like, while she was asleep in the car? No, it was actually months before, which I go into later on because it, like, proves that he had premeditated the murder. Mm. It wasn't just this, like, spur of the moment you kissed. Yeah. Like, he had the fucking murder weapon in the car. He had the camera ready to record. He had the spray paint in there. Like, he bought the spray paint specifically for this so he could spray paint on the ground. This is so melodramatic. And the tarp yeah okay so backup arrives for that cop right yeah and they're able to disarm brandon and they take him to a nearby hospital where he undergoes like emergency surgery because he had like fatally injured himself well he's gonna die he did that shit for attention though because like why didn't he do it before the cop showed up yeah for sure he was like i want someone to be there to be able to help me either that or he thinks he's like being like this huge grand gesture right like thelma louise off myself yeah but then he would have done it before the cops got there yeah that's true that's true this piece of shit i don't even fucking know it's such a weird thing like why stab yourself in the neck yeah that's fucked up man okay so that night brandon was charged with second degree murder and on july 23rd he was indicted on the charges Mm -hmm. on july 29th he pled guilty to the charges which everyone was fucking relieved about because nobody wanted to watch that murder video in court yeah they didn't want to show that to a jury yeah and like her family sitting there and stuff oh my god no thank you oh that sounds awful but then brandon was busted with a sharpened toothbrush in prison And he was charged with first degree promoting prison contraband. Oh. And so for whatever reason, this charge made him decide to change his plea from guilty to not guilty in the Bianca case. Really? Which I didn't know you could do that. But maybe the fucking paperwork wasn't in. Yeah. 
And then on February 10th, so this is all this year now, February 10th of this year. That was like fucking eight days ago. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. God damn. I'm hot off the press with this story. I guess. Okay, so February 10th, he appears in court and again, he pleads guilty to Bianca's murder on a plea deal with the DA to get him out of that contraband charge. So I don't know if that's why he changed it. If he was like, hold up, I'm not guilty anymore of Bianca's charge. And they're like, all right, listen, we'll swipe this other one. This fucking sharpened toothbrush. We'll get rid of that if you just say that you're guilty and leave it alone. Yeah. I don't know. I'm speculating wildly there. Yeah. So they drop it and he pleads guilty. Ugh, good. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him. So he's to be sentenced on April 6th. He hasn't even been sentenced yet. That's crazy. I know. He's supposed to get 25 years to life with parole eligibility after 25 years. Yeah. But like the DA was like, uh, we're not going to let that happen. Like if he tries to parole himself at all, we're going to be on his fucking ass so fast. Yeah, he'll never get it. No way, fucking psycho. It's interesting because everything spins the story to be that the pair got in an argument over the kiss and that's what caused the murder. But like I was saying, the evidence shows that Brandon premeditated all of this. Yeah. Because I guess his internet fucking history and shit showed that he was like stalking her accounts, which I could see like it's probably normal if you're friends, but it sounds like it was excessive that he was on them and he was like screenshotting their conversations. Oh, gosh. And it was discovered that between May through July, Brandon had researched online how to kill or incapacitate someone along with information on the carotid artery. I always have such a hard time saying that. (laughs) It's like the R is next to each other. Yeah. And strangulation and hanging. So he like was Googling all this shit. Like, how do you kill somebody? Like the anatomy of the neck. He had the knife, the tarp, the cameras, the spray paint. I was kind of already saying this that night. So it's like he was planning it. He was going to kill her regardless. Yeah. The kiss might have been the catalyst maybe or the excuse. But like motherfucker was crazy and planning to do this already. Well, and if he had it all in his car and he knew that they were driving for a while and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, perfect opportunity. Yeah. So uh, watch out for the fucking people you meet on the internet. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that sad? That's so sad. It's crazy. Aw. It's so crazy to me, too, that this just happened. Yeah. Anyway. I want to see a picture of him. Oh, you want to? Yeah. Uh, so his mugshot I'll post on our Facebook But, like, they post all the, like, really nice Instagram photos that people can obviously edit and, like, whatever, make them look cute. Mm -hmm. So he looks kind of cute, even though he always has, like, a hat on and, like, fucking sunglasses or whatever. Yeah. He kind of looks a little douchey, but maybe that's just because I know what he did. Yeah. But then in his mugshot, he, like, has a receding hairline, he's balding, and then he's got a fucking gash in his neck because he sliced it. But he looks like a total fucking psycho. Oh, I want to see. Compared to the other pictures. You know how you always, like... Go dig into what these people look like because you're like, do they look like a fucking murderer? Do yeah, they look like, like a creep. Do should they she like- have seen this coming by his looks alone? Yeah, yeah. There's no way to like, you know, quote, judge a book by its cover, but I totally do it every time. I do too. Okay, so here's the picture of him normal. Like, hashtag just try and be cute, right? Yeah. Does he have a flavor saver? Yeah. I hate him. Yeah, it's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, here's some more pictures. Oh, just got crazy hair. Mm. No, no, he kind of looks like Richard Ramirez. Oh, Oh, yeah. That one looks like James Franco. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, see? James Franco. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Well, not anymore, I think. James Franco? Yeah. We don't love him anymore? What'd he do? Uh, He, like, either raped girls or molested them or something. Oh, not Franco. Yeah. Him too? In his, like, acting school something where he, like, coerced them into fucking stripping naked for him and all his friends. What? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I'm just talking out my ass right now. I I read it once. So it must be true. Yeah, exactly. Okay, here's his fucking mugshot. Holy shit. Those are different, right? That guy's got a flat head. Yeah. That guy's <laughs> like seen top. some better days. He was dropped <laughs> straight onto his head. <laughs> that is rough. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not None of those so pictures good. showed the top of his head. Why would it show the top of his head? The ones that you showed me. Oh, yeah, he had hats on. He had hats or it was, like, cut off or, yeah, like, none yeah. of those pictures showed the top of his head. Fucking receding-ass hairline. Gross. Yep. He knows the tricks. Well, he looks like a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Well, right. goddamn, lady. Yeah, is that the end of this? I think so. Alrighty, then. On that note, you guys should check out pictures with his flat fucking head. Yes. On ISGDpodcast.com. 
There's also links to our merch and Patreon. Please come join our Patreon. You get one extra episode a month for as little as a dollar, and we have fun there. And if all goes well, that should be coming out yesterday. Yeah, there would be a new one yesterday <laughs> if all goes well. Can you tell that we're behind on recording shit? We're yeah. going to crash at it. <laughs> You're <Yep>. welcome. <laughs> yep. Oh, goodness. Yep. We're crushing it, guys. Yeah. And if you want to email us some more case suggestions, because we fucking love it. Yes, we do. Do that at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at isgdpodcast. Yeah, come tell us what's up. Not on Discord. (laughs) No, 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 no. Don't even know what that is. Well, I do now. (laughs) Yeah, now you've learned. What else? Subscribe, rate, and review. Yep. Give us some of them reviews. And you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Yep, 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 yep. Think that's all the shit. Is that it? You guys are awesome. Deuces. Thanks for playing.